The idea of this podcast is simple, discipleship. We want to bring the gospel message about how to interact with your coworkers, your culture, your friends, everyone around you in a biblical way, which is, in essence, discipleship. What did Jesus do when he came to this earth? He took the devil's stuff. The Bible actually teaches that the world is becoming increasingly covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. That should change everything in the mind of a Christian. Instead of thinking about all the ways society is failing, we should think about all the ways society must be, as Psalm 1101 tells us, put underneath the feet of Jesus in victory. The Rebel Alliance Podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. Cross-politic begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> it is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. Government and political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is king of kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women, you are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. I didn't start it with all due respect, but that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. But when the Spirit comes upon people, they go to war, they They go go to battle, and and the the enemies enemies of God are driven driven back, back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politics with Gabe Resch, the Waterboy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Hey, y'all, welcome to Cross Politics. As you can see, we got our friends from Northern Montana in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada, Canada. I've, I've already, I've already assaulted in, our friends. They're not in the studio. No, no. But they're we're, next we're to in us the studio on because the of the wonderful uh, realities of technology. So there you go. <laughs> that, that's right. Post we even mail, have hey. up here. Yeah, we, we actually have this stuff up here. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and where is up here? Up here is uh, southwestern Ontario. So uh, I know uh, a lot of Americans don't know a whole lot about Canadian geography. A lot of Canadians don't know a lot about Canadian geography. <laughs> so we're just a couple hours north of Detroit. Uh, hey. So it's like nor- northern Montana. Yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> northern <laughs> Michigan. Yeah, you're not you're not inaccurate. That's where I describe right, myself and, from. And um, let's introduce our guests. I was gonna say, yeah, please yeah. introduce them. Yeah. So these these guys are Rebel Media up in Ontario. Rebel Media. Rebel Media. And you're also uh, your church is. Uh, Go me in, Nate. Yep, Crossroads Alliance Church. Uh, so we're uh, just a couple hours uh, outside of Toronto, kind of between Toronto and London. So it's Crossroads Alliance Church. It's a uh, an alliance church. I know that uh, David will like that. Christian Missionary Alliance, David. That's uh, right, baby. There you go. Hey, there hey, you go. Whole shot at a bar. And and, <laughs> mm. and and Nate, you're yes. actually pastor of the church up there, correct? Yeah, that's right. So I've been the uh, the lead pastor there for uh, it'll be five years, uh, August first. So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then Chris, Chris Pooty, Pooty Chris, what's up, man? Pooty Tang. Not too much. <laughs> I, I, I go to Crossroads with Nate and I'm uh, just a layman, as they say. <laughs> I do the worship there. So, And he's in right. seminary right now. Yeah. So don't, don't hold that against me. <laughs> so you're not going to be a layman for too long. <laughs> so, not, hopefully not too much longer. 
And Rebel Alliance, though, is a podcast. Yes. Yeah, that's right? right. Yeah. So we, we started Rebel Alliance as kind of a ministry from the church. Uh, we started about a year ago. And uh, just awesome. kind of started right. out as uh, us talking about nerdy things that we liked and theology and kind of bringing them together. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a young demographic kind of coming into the church. And so we we're trying to and just based on where we are, we're kind of on a country road in the middle of nowhere. So um, we draw from a couple of surrounding towns and a, a couple of surrounding cities. And so uh-huh. because we had a demographic that was so spread out, we, we kind of used the podcast as a way to kind of uh, uh get into the lives of people throughout the week as well. So that's kind of how it started. Yeah. And then um, just, you know, by God's grace, it's kind of taken off a little bit and it's gotten a little bit bigger than that. So we do that and yeah. we do the church stuff and it's been great. Yeah, it's kind of morphed a little so, bit since we since we started to be less less about nerdy stuff, more helping people engage with culture, which was always the mandate of what we, what we were doing. But we were really focused on helping people apply biblical values and biblical worldview to their everyday lives. So. Okay. So, so Canada has always kind of confused me a little bit. And so, and, and, Every state uh, outside and, of Texas yeah. confuses you, Dave. Well, in, in some, say, in some say, sense, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. in some sense, Canada kind of follows a lot of what U.S. does. You guys are, um, you know, um, uh, uh, just, just, just say it. I don't know how to say that. I'm trying to say this nicely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got thick skin. We're good. We're the annoying all right, little all right, brother. All right. So in some sense, you guys kind of follow what the U.S. does. And then in other uh, issues, in other uh, you senses, lead. you lead <laughs> and you're ahead of us on, uh, particularly, I think, in regards of kind of like progressive um, uh, socialism, morality. Yeah, for sure. Uh, liberalism. And liberalism. Um, now, how does how does that dynamic, I mean... Uh, kind of work from your perspective and what's going on between kind of U.S. Canada, uh, I think, um, you know, kind of uh, culture and uh, societal issues. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's pretty good insight. We, we tend to uh, allow the U.S. to take the lead on a lot of um, kind of what's popular, um, what sort of music we like, what sort of movies we like, all that kind of stuff. We kind of take our cues from the U.S. in a lot of ways. And so in a lot of ways, you know, whatever's popular in California, um, you know, six months later is going to be popular in southwestern Ontario. Um, yeah. <laughs> and but but what what really happened, I mean, Canada's always been a little bit uh, quicker, I think. And, and I think part of it has to do with um, how many uh, like kind of the Britishness that's still lingering in Canadian culture and how many Europeans we have who, who live here now and settled here now. But we've kind of been you, leading you guys the way still of it are, liberalism. The, the Queen still means something to you guys, right? The Queen still means something to you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the royal wedding was a thing. I mean, uh, my Twitter yeah. blew up <laughs> the day of the royal wedding. I mean, yeah. there, was, there were people getting up at 5 a.m. to watch the whole thing. So, yeah, it, oh, wow. it, it still does mean something. But I, I, yeah. I like to say, I mean, when Trudeau got in, it would have been like if Hillary got in in the States, right? I mean, he's just he's just a radical, progressive liberal. Mm-hmm. And uh, and wow. so I think what you guys would have got with Hillary is what we got when, when Trudeau got voted in. And so I think wow. that's really fast-forwarded things in the last couple of years yeah what are because the lay, the lay of the land starts with um you got bc which is it's got your mix of conservative and of course vancouver can be more liberal and then you have um uh, uh calgary uh which is very con- very conservative that's a very conservative or parts of calgary um but overall uh, gosh what's the province calgary is alberta alberta alberta, alberta. And, and then you have it's it's Manitoba and this is no no Saskatchewan Manitoba you got it uh, and then Ontario uh, and, and but it kind of almost goes left to right kind of from conservative to more and more liberal as it goes I mean that's kind of a generalization of way to talk about it but 
Is that is that kind of the lay of the lay of the land for Canada? No, that's bang on. Yeah. So the 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 way it wow. works. Wow! How did you do that? You How did you do that? Wow! Oh my goodness! You know what? You get a Scooby snack. <laughs> Were you publicly educated, Gabe? <laughs> Wikipedia has served him well. <laughs> no, no, that was that was all up here in my head. Good for oh, you. Good for you, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and I would just say that Quebec. Um, on yes. the east side of Ontario is even further, right? So, um, well, because they're French. That's right. <laughs> <That's laughs> they yeah. still speak French up there. Yeah, you have a French yeah, accent true. for us, Gabe. No, uh, je ne sais pas. <laughs> man, 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 je ne sais pas, man. <laughs> it's a Jamaican Francis French guy. is like dying right now. I won't forgive you yeah. guys for that one. Sorry. Okay, so now Justin Trudeau. Um, he got elected prime minister. Um, how, how long has he been prime minister now? Uh, coming up on three years. Coming up on three years. Wow, and you it, guys are ahead of us. And, yeah. and it seems like he's kind of done a lot of damage in Canada. Oh, yeah, man. Well, it depends on who you it, talk to. From my perspective, he's definitely done damage. Uh, to a lot of people, he's the, he's the savior, right? So mm, he took over oh, wow. from a conservative government. Stephen Harper uh, was the... Uh, um, was the uh, Prime Minister prior to Trudeau. He was a conservative, right. but I mean, he was a conservative, um, and you guys wouldn't be unfamiliar with this concept. He's a guy who says he was conservative, but then did nothing to, you know, uh, make any sort of it headway is, for yeah. conservative values when he was in a office. A Republican. We call him Republican here. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. Um, and so Harper was in, and um, though he didn't do anything to protect the unborn in Canada, um, he was, um, he would state often that he was pro-life by conviction and uh, though he did nothing to overturn uh, the uh, redefinition of marriage, he would say that he held to traditional marriage values. And so even just that offended our uh, liberal uh, mm-hmm. countrymen so much that uh, Trudeau was really, he, he, he ran on and won on um, the uh, pointing out the intolerance of Stephen Harper. And so he was really elected as the guy who's going to come and 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 uh, liberate all of the marginalized minorities. So that's really how he won, which is and and he's and he's, you know, kept his promises, which is more than we can say for a lot of politicians. Unfortunately, all his promises were awful. <laughs> are, are, are you guys seeing like some sort of like Trump effect in Canada where people are getting frustrated and um, with the current prime minister, kind of getting frustrated with liberal politics, and so they're getting more and more involved. Yeah, we we, we do see that because the, the the truth is with Canada, we're actually probably more educated about your politics than our own. So because yeah. of again, we we media, we watch your media, we read your read your papers. So. Trump, we were well versed on him. So what it actually does, it it kind of has the opposite effect. More people rally to Trudeau because of the negative reaction Trump has, and in, in the media down there. So because Trump's so unliked in most of your popular media, Trudeau actually gains support up here because of the fact that he's basically the complete yeah. opposite of Trump. Yeah, that's right. So, so so give me an example of that. So what what is something that Trump said recently that just kind of like fueled the fire for? Trudeau. For Trudeau, or, yeah. or just like a law that was like, we're definitely passing this now. Well, the Planned, pa- the Planned Parenthood thing, yeah. uh, there hasn't been a ton of mm. like outcry, but one of Trudeau's big platforms is abortion for everybody. On demand. Uh, on no demand. He's funding other countries to do yeah. abortions that it's illegal in. Yeah, so Canada, um, Canada spends $350 million annually um, on advancing women's rights outside of our own country. Um, which oh, wow. which is a, a way of wow. them just saying we we spend three hundred and fifty million dollars of taxpayers' money um, on 
other countries giving other countries abortions. And so Ireland, which just passed their vote, uh, we spent right. about 120 million dollars in Ireland last year. Um, wow! Providing to help, abortions to, to, to help, help people travel so they could wow. get abortions. Yeah, like it's you. Yeah. You wow. see, this is every. This is the thing, guys. Everybody's wow. post mill. Everybody Amen. has yes. some sort of outs- outlook on what they want the future to be like. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like it's so ridiculous to think that other. If we're not playing the game right, yeah. Christians yeah. really haven't been playing the game right. We've been retreating. Well, that's the thing. Is like, I mean, actually, I mean, these these liberals are way more post mill than Christians. That's Three hundred million dollars yeah. outside of wow. you guys' country going to other countries. That's taking wow. dominion, right? I mean, Man, that, I mean, yeah. somebody's going to I mean, take they, it. They got a gospel and they're taking it to the nations. Yeah, and oh, and God. and what's right? what's interesting? Yeah. Uh, you, you say that. Yeah, I think Toby, you said that the the liberals are more post mill than the Christians. Well, that's it, right? So the vast majority of Christians in Canada just start praying Maranatha, right? Like, take us, Lord. You know, swing low, yeah. sweet chariot. It's time for us to go home. Like this world's going to hell in a handbasket. Which is one of the yeah. reasons why you know our church and our podcast has you know by God's grace been gaining some traction up here mm-hmm. because one of our core values is optimistic. Optimistic eschatology, right? Post millennialism, right. Yep. And, right. uh, and, and and baptizing and, babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it, guys. That was, that was, was. game. That was all game. <laughs> Keep going, Nate. Uh, yeah. So I mean. <clears throat> You have a bunch of Christians who have been for years, you know, only planning a year ahead, two years ahead, um, getting into, mm. you know, uh, protesting or getting against things like abortion with no real actual faith that their efforts will bear any fruit because they all believe that, yeah. you know, this this world is ending and things are going to get worse before it's going to get better. And, you know, when you fight with um, that sort of attitude, you, you fight a losing battle. Um, whereas what's, Trudeau is fighting a winning the, battle. He believes that history is on his yeah. side. Um, yeah, we are right. going to progress. Right. We are going to continue oh, to evolve till the place when everybody sees his values. And that's so he's, right. he's post-mill, and our church isn't, and that's why we're losing. Uh, yeah, wow. exactly. what's, what's the makeup? Because um, I know the uh, basically Presbyterian Church of Scotland yeah. planted a lot of churches in Canada back in the day. Uh, and then you have. Why do you know so much about Canada, man? Guys, you guys just don't let me talk enough on the show. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every every podcast has one, you know. <laughs> Gabe Rich, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And and unfortunately, that denomination has gone pretty crazy liberal over the over the yeah. years. Presbyterians. Oh, yeah. Scott, Scottish, Scottish Presbyterian. Presbyterian. The hardest yeah. core? Yeah. I know. Them boys are some killers, man. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, they invented scotch. John Knox would be so disappointed. Yeah. yeah. No, serious. I, I'll, t- I'll so, say this just to give you ahead. a little shot back um, is, yeah. you know, there might be more Reformed Baptists up here who are willing to listen to your yeah. views on baptism if all the uh, baby baptizers up here weren't so liberal. Yeah. Oh man, oh. That, that hurts. That's good, Nate. Oh. That's good. So you know, yeah. and, that's, that's and just talk. to give you an example yeah, about, um, yeah. I think it was about three months ago. I think it was February, uh, somewhere in and around there. The uh, the Presbyterian Church of Canada issued a public apology for all of the. Uh, uh, homophobia that has come from the Presbyterian Church of Canada over the years and officially endorsed um, homosexuality as a lifestyle that God accepts. So wow. they can just take you know they can just take Presbyterian from out in front of that and just write Ichabod. Yeah, that's right, right. in front of it. Oh, that, oh my goodness, yeah. that's ridiculous. No, but it, I mean it's it's true though. I mean so so often. I mean it's sad, but um, but I mean I take I take your point. I mean yeah, I mean the. 
the Baptists are fighting, actually. Yeah, they actually are, yeah. And, and the baby baptizers are capitulating. Yeah. Right. Um, so, point taken. And it's liturgical, and, they, point, and they're going through the motions. Point taken. And they're doing all that stuff sure. while... Sure, or, you know, yeah, ordaining I, homosexual marriage in the church. So yeah. I was um, Jeff Durbin from Apology Radio. I was talking to him out in California not too long ago, and he was going over to Ireland to try and help some of the churches gain ground. Yeah, with uh, for, the, for the vote. With um, the eight. Yeah. yeah, and, and he's like, the, you know, he's like, Knox, you would love this. He's like, here, yeah, here I am, a Reformed Baptist, a post-millennial Reformed Baptist, taking the gospel to these Reformed Presbyterians yeah. and people who I respect. You know, they come from pedigree that I'm like, oh man, these are the right, guys, right. and I'm having to come to them or Reminding them of their Presbyterian roots as a Baptist. Yeah, right. They're like, wow. I was like, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks. I appreciate that. Just, <laughs> yeah. just rub it in. Oh, man. Well, oh, and, man. and we sit here and we wonder why, you know, the, the word remember shows up so often in the Bible because we're so yeah. prone to forget, right? That's right. Exactly. right. That's right. Mm. Amen. All right. All right. When we come back, I want to talk to you guys a little more about what's happening there in Canada uh, with Trudeau, yep. the whole gay marriage thing. and Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, so anyway, we'll talk about that. I also want to talk about how you guys became um, a post-millennial. This is such a weird marriage between Christian Missionary Alliance and post-millennial. So we'll talk about that Can- next. Canadian I know, post-millennial. Right? <laughs> more across politic when we come back. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> that, just, it, I was so close. No, you I weren't. I was so close. No, you weren't close. No, you weren't. Hey, guys, we're sorry for that. <laughs> we're sorry for Dave. You, you got hey, welcome back to Cross Politic. It was hey, we got a special episode coming at you. He's um, airbase. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cross Politic in conjunction with the Rebel Alliance podcast okay. coming at you out of... Uh, Ontario, Northern Ontario. Is it Northern Ontario? Southern, Southern Ontario. Dad gummit. You're doing <laughs> so well, game. game. Fight. <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah. I was doing so Come well. On. You need to study up on your Canadian geography, yes. bro. Uh, so, uh, so great to have him on the line. And um, wow, Canada. Well, yeah. Come There's on. actually Christians oh, Canada. out there. Now, oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. Jeepers. Um, now, actually, I wanted to press this. This is a question. I, I liked your question earlier, Gabe, about um, the Trump effect. And, I'm, and I was actually kind of. I was bummed to hear, I mean, because what's happening down here, I think, I'm curious what you guys think, but like, um, I think the more that mainstream media demonizes Trump, overplays their hand, basically, um, yeah. I, I think it's the more likely it is that he's going to get reelected. Yeah. yeah. So every passing day, I'm pretty sure that he wins more and more supporters via Twitter. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so like the fact that he um, doesn't care and has absolutely no use for mainstream media, I, I think that day by day, I think he's winning. Yeah. And, um, and so it's kind of disappointing to hear that it's not having that kind of effect in, in Canada. So I'm curious, you know, what is the kind of grassroots, grassroots conservative uh, scene huh. looking like for you guys? Um, well, I think uh, there's a couple things. So we have um, in our provincial election, uh, which is like your state elections, we have a, a premier who's uh, running for the conservative party. Uh, his name's Doug Ford, and he's getting compared a lot to Trump. So it's interesting because so we don't have a two party <laughs> system. We have we have like tons of parties, but p- particularly big three. Right. So we have the liberals and the conservatives and the NDP, which is the new Democrat Party. 
And, um, and so it's actually, it's, it's worked in Christian's favor to have these three parties because the liberal right. vote gets split between the NDPs and the liberals who essentially have the exact same platform. <laughs> uh, they just articulate things a little differently. Different colors. So, I mean, when you think about the possibility of a conservative government getting voted in, the only way that really ever happens is because the liberal vote, like that's how liberal candidate is because the liberal vote gets split the conservatives right. sometimes win some seats. Wow. Um, yeah. But I, we, we haven't really, I mean, I think that there's a, there's a group of people that I would say are kind of buying what Trump is selling and buying what we're seeing our conservative neighbors to the South um, talking about in terms of discrediting the mainstream media. Um, but for the most part, you know, our media hasn't been discredited North of the border as uh uh, I guess as popularly as, as Trump has done it. And so um, all somebody has to do is compare a Doug Ford to Donald Trump. And now he's villainized he's up devil. here. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. Before we get moving further to politics, I want to ask you guys, how did you, so I, I'm aware of the Christian missionary Alliance church. I'm so grateful for them. Yeah. I came from a very charismatic background into Christian Missionary Alliance to me was like Presbyterianism, right? It was like, <laughs> those guys are, wow, they're so reformed. You know, so coming from a charismatic, right. black charismatic I, I background. You. You know I I mean? you. It was your halfway house. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so, but when you guys, I didn't find very many post-millennial um, thinking um, Jesus is Lord over everything. I find very dispensational inside the Christian Missionary Alliance. How did you guys kind of find your way to that side of the road? <laughs> Great question. Good books, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys like R.C. Sproul and, and their, their ministries, that's, that really helped me personally get, it, get into post-millennial um, theology. Also, we, we were blessed. Like The first Missionary Alliance church that we both attended was actually pastored by a guy who was post-millennial, who in Canada actually got the alliance to take out dispensational theology from their like charter. Um, so he, no uh, yeah, he, he did that in the eighties cause he was very passionate, was able to argue it from the scriptures. And at that time, our, our denomination, I can say this, right. Yeah. Our denomination still cared at that point of what the scripture <laughs> said. So they were yeah. able to, yeah. wow. like, he was able to argue the point enough that they were able to just say every church can kind of believe what they want. Um, and he was the one who mentored Nate. Sorry, I'm speaking for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, oh, wow. Nate, Nate, I was Emil and Nate showed me the light. So, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Gary North always said that uh, all millennialism is the is the car car stop on the way to the post millennial highway. So um, that was that was that was pretty when I found him. But uh, yeah, I so my dad was a Pentecostal pastor. So I grew up in the Pentecostal assemblies. Um, so hyper charismatic um, walked away from the church uh, because of all the charismania that I saw. And, uh, and, and God was, was gracious to me and, and pulled me back in university really through campus for Christ, handing me, uh, believe it or not, uh, Lee Strobel's book, the case for Christ. Yeah. 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 So, um, that's kind of what pulled me back as I was kind of, um, I, I think it was Chesterton who said, you know, there's two ways to get home. There's one, you know, you either stay there and never leave the house or you walk out the front door and walk all the way around the globe until you come in through the back door. And that was kind of my, uh, my, my coming back home. And, uh, and right around that time, providentially God put, uh, Mike Wilkins in my life who mentored me. Yeah. And, uh, and so he, uh, one of the first books he put, so he came and kind of said, Hey, do you want to come and learn how to be a pastor, you know, an apprentice pastor? And so I, I worked under him for a couple of years. And the, one of the first books he put in my hand was, um, an eschatology of, of victory by Marcellus kick. 
And, oh, yeah. yes. and, and that, sure. that's the book that did it for me. And then from there, um, you know, last days, according to Jesus with RC Sproul, uh, got into kind of a partial preterist understanding of, of scripture. And then just from there, you know, uh, got into Rush Dooney and then i and then, you know, as I'm looking at Rush Dooney stuff, I find out this amazing guy named Dr. Joe Boot lives, uh, just a couple hours down <laughs> yeah. the highway to us. And, uh, his, yeah. his book, the mission of God kind of revolutionized my ministry. Like that was, wow. um, if I could say that there's one book that I could put in somebody's hand and say like, this is what I'm trying to do with, with our church ministry. It'd be that book. Yeah. Wow. That's great. We just had Joe Boot. Uh, a Grace Agenda here not too yeah, long ago yeah. in town. It was great to I would have loved him. to make it. Moscow is just so far. Yeah. <laughs> or Moscow. <laughs> Moscow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yep. Moscow. Definitely Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> Moscow, Russia, Moscow, Idaho. <laughs> now, hey, Nate, why is why is in the kind of the in the, in the gospel movement in the culture engaging kind of gospel uh, uh, movement? Why is Canada important in this conversation? I mean, in the U.S., we think we're the center of the universe, but yep. why should we care about what's going on in Ontario? Um, because of uh, because Canada is um, strategic and feasible, I would say. So uh, you guys know that language. Um, yeah. And I would say Canada, I mean, we have uh, 30 million people as opposed to, I think you guys are at about 350 million. Um, yeah. and, uh, and so we have a population and, and the majority of that is, is, you know, right around Southwestern Ontario, right around Montreal, mm. Quebec, um, and then right around Victoria and then, you know, Calgary and, and, you know, there's these couple cities that really have the mass majority of, of that population. Um, but the nice thing about Canada is it's, it's always been a multicultural, multi-ethnic, um, nation. Uh, that's always kind of been one of its main markers. And, uh, and so you have the nations here and, uh, and it's not, um, it's not uncommon any city that you go in, um, for, you know, white guys like us to be the minority, especially in Toronto and Vancouver and some of those places. So, um, so you look at that and you say, you know, uh, if, if we could take Canada, which is far more feasible right now than saying we could take America, um, you have the nations represented here getting hopefully one day, um, by God's grace, equipped and trained and then send them back to their, their countries and be missionaries. Mm. So, I mean, I, I look at Canada and, and trust me, I've been, you know, as a, as a pastor, um, Canada's tough. There have been many times Mostly in the winter when my wife will say, we should just go find a nice church down south somewhere. Um, But it really is like my heart's here because Canada is strategic and feasible. Right. Mm. That's really good. How is um, what's it like there as far as um, the Muslim um, situation? Yeah. Um, You you talk about the nations there. What about Middle Eastern, uh, you know, historically? Uh, Muslim nation uh, representation and and what's what's that like there in Canada and what is the queen doing about it <laughs> the queen's doing very little she's throwing weddings these days so she's a little preoccupied um, but but we uh, yeah we definitely have a, a big influx of a Muslim population uh, I would say that London which is the biggest city near us near our church is heavily populated Muslim area. Uh, it's got the biggest mosque in Canada and, uh, mm-hmm. and a few of the, you know, I, I, I say this all the time. Muslims are really good at, at taking dominion, right? They're Muslims are post mill. Yes, and so they yeah. know how to move into a neighborhood and create, you know, Muslim community. And, uh, yes, and, and we see that 
So there's pockets all over Canada. Um, <clears throat> so it's there's definitely a high population. And what's really frustrating and one of the things that, I mean, you could definitely be praying f- you know, for us in this. Uh, it's, it's so interesting to me that the, the Muslims kind of get a free pass on their conservative values and Christians are getting lambasted, right? So you have, yeah. right. you have yeah. Trudeau, you know, uh, taking in Muslim services and mosques, uh, you know, wearing the hijab, um, and yet mm. condemning Christians and, uh, and, and calling out Christians, you know, for their bigotry and their, their hatred towards the LGBT community. So it's, it's a really, it's a double standard that's really frustrating right now, um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely one of our bigger challenges. We had, yeah. we had a, a campus evangelist, uh, Keith Darrell, on our show recently, and uh, he mentioned that uh, on, a, on campuses, um, frequently, he, he'll have, he can have a, a Muslim um, there with him who will just say, I think homosexuals should be executed. And the crowd just barely blinks. Yeah. yeah. And he says that he thinks homosexuality is a sin. And they want to stone him. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, like just the. T- yeah. I mean, so that that same kind of um, uh, disparity that you're talking about, inequality. I mean, is 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 prevalent. I mean, you know, if not sort of on, at, at at the higher echelons of yeah. society, certainly at. Um, on campuses and I think in where the liberals have the most inroads. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, interesting in Canada. We, um, we're actually put through a bill that makes it uh, like illegal for us to even comment on the, on the disparity there. Um, so we have an anti Islamic, <laughs> Islamophobia, Islamophobia law, yeah. law, which we, we can't even point that out publicly or else we're condemned <sighs> for it. So, yeah. um, free well, guys, speech is a big thing up your... here. We get torn apart for it. Yeah. So, you need a you need a anti um, uh, Christian phobia law. Yeah, hey, we're, we gotta get one we're of working Mormon. on it, Knox. We're working on it. You want to come film <laughs> yeah. a documentary with me? That's all the other laws. <laughs> yes, we do. Where, where's my ticket? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you just give it to us. Give me my yeah. ticket. Yeah. I'm out there. He'll be yeah. there. What's we're What's there. interesting though is I mean when you think about this and I, I know you guys talk about this a lot on your show <clears throat> that you know. Uh, as as white males were were part of the problem, right? And in, in the way that liberal thought is going, and uh, and, 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 and black males, and black males. Sorry, sorry, Chuck. Um, you don't forget about me. <laughs> you told me last time we talked that you lost your black card a long time ago, Knox. So, hey, man, I'm, but what I meant by that is people can. Anyway, <laughs> My wife still think I got it's my not okay. Card, it's man. not okay for me to say it though, right? <laughs> and don't remind people. Sometimes they forget. Anyway, um, go ahead. But uh, what's interesting is that um, you know we've we've totally lost in our culture this idea that privilege throughout Scripture is is looked at as a good thing, right? Like God gives blessings to His people, and and so right. we've just misused that privilege for so long. And so Canada for hmm. a long time it was a bunch of white. Christian dudes making laws, um, but the blessing that God gave us by giving us that authority, we misused and used it for our own gain. The reason, you know, uh, male privilege is a thing is because God gave men um, the role as leaders in the home and in the church and in society. And uh, we misused that. Instead of loving our wives sacrificially, we, you know, uh, loved our wives in a self-gratifying, self-serving sort of way. So the misuse of privilege is what got us here. And so now we're in a place where um, our privilege kind of disqualifies us from speaking into the culture. So it's an uphill battle now, but... So so fix that real quick. So how do you so how do you get up that that hill? So I mean, you're right. It is uphill battle. But what is it? 
what is your prescription for the fix? How are you going to fix that there? Well, I think, <clears throat> I, I, I mean, it sounds like such a simplistic answer, but it's Christians being faithful. And I think that, uh, you know, when we don't misuse the privilege that God's given to us, right? I mean, and this is, this is a theme that's so, so prevalent throughout Scripture. God blesses his people, and then they use that blessing to, ex- and it, it expires to, they use it in such a way that it expires on themselves instead of flowing through them to be a blessing to the nations. That's right. And, that's right. and so what it looks like is for the, the church to become the church that God intended us to be, use the privilege that we have uh, pointed outward. And it just, it just looks like regular faithfulness, like the, you know, men who lead their, their wives well and love them sacrificially and lead them sacrificially and take leadership roles in the church and churches performing discipline and, and wives having kids and raising them in the fear and admonition of the Lord and submitting to their husbands. Like, that's just what it looks like because the, the reason Christians have been discredited for so long is because we've been defined as all the things that we're against and that the, the culture hasn't seen Christianity as the blessing it's always supposed to have been in the world. Yeah. yeah exactly. R.C. Sproul Jr. said, um, everybody wants to fight the dragon, but nobody wants to change the diapers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen. That's yeah, that's, yeah. That's absolutely right. Yeah. yeah but that, but that you're right. That is, but that's when, when families and churches and communities love like that, it really is attractive. It's it really potent. is. It's winsome. It's potent. Yeah. And the alternative, of course, it really ultimately is ugly. Right. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's propped up with a lot of money right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it really is ugly. It really is fruitless. It really is barren. And when the bottom drops out, Christians will be there. Yeah. 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 When we come back more with Chris and Pootie Tang, who's been kind of quiet over there. We're going to talk to them next on Cross Politics. Welcome back to Cross Politic. This is the uh, Battle of the Border <laughs> Special Edition, U.S. versus Canada. It wouldn't be much. Thank of a you battle. for joining us. Uh, <laughs> well, it depends on what we're fighting over. They might have won a lot of stuff. We lost. We don't know. We uh, don't well, even know. I mean, when it comes to gay marriage, they're we winning. Know. Well, you've yeah. seen how their border's drawn. It really kind of droops down in the U.S. Pretty good. Mm. Kind of, you know. They've been invading. They've been invading by re. <laughs> Bordering, and restructuring. Y'all need to keep y'all Trudeau over there with y'all. Yeah, you guys, we're gonna build okay. a wall. Trump's we're gonna build, to build a wall the, over wall, here. the wall on the wrong border. I think. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't lying about that. One. That's seriously. right. That's right. Keep liberalism out. Let the good brother Mexicans come in, yeah. please. But send your missionaries um, up to us. We yeah, can we'll use those. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's right. So uh, you know, we kind of we've been talking a little bit about kind of Canadian demographics, Canadian politics, kind of the lay of the land, what's going on in Canada, and you know, as you know, anybody with their eyes open, the last twenty years, last even forty years, um, we, you know, we've seen this sexual revolution. Satan kind of use oh, wow. this sexual revolution um, to really uh, tear down our our families, to tear down our churches, to invade our churches, to invade our culture. And we've seen a huge shift. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine when I was born in '79, and just growing up in the '80s and growing up in the '90s, I couldn't ever imagine that we'd be here where we are in 2018 with the acceptance of transgendered 
uh, bathrooms with the acceptance of homosexual marriage. I mean, safe it, spaces is killing me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I it's, it's safe space. It's oh, crazy man. how far we've progressed. The sexual revolution has progressed in our society yeah. in the last forty years since since I've been born. Well, and, the, and this is planned. I mean, this is the plan. I mean, you go right. back and you right. actually read some of these people in, in the in the late sixties, mid sixties, late sixties, and they said basically um, traditional historic. Um, uh, family structure, Christian family. Yeah, they want to um, that. The, the the Christian um, man. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take him out. Yeah. And we're gonna take him out with pornography, with yeah. prostitution, yeah. Uh, with adultery, with right. you know divorce, all these things. Yeah. And and you look back, you look at their plan. Yep. Like, They've executed it. Man. And you take out the men, and then you get access to the women. Yeah. Well, I think right? this goes back to what Chris was saying earlier, too. It wasn't like the man was doing all so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, For sure. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. were abusing their authority. They had forgotten about the home. And this is a whole, um, you know, they, they were um, they weren't home with their wives. They were drinking too much. There's a lot of things that had gone on in the 30s and the 40s yeah. that led up to it, it, abusive it leadership. Made us vulnerable. It, to absolutely. Yeah. Instead of men repenting, you know, they yeah. just kept going down the sinful state. And then yeah. all of a sudden, right. it's like, well, we need to get rid of this. Well, it wasn't just authority was bad. It was how they were handling their authority. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. So and, and so how do we get? to the point where you know um barack obama president obama and now uh, president trudeau is uh i mean recently <laughs> I like how you put those yeah, yeah. Obama, trudeau. obama trudeau they'd be great ticket up in canada it sounds like yeah um and you know recently uh you know trudeau was down at a university in new york yeah keep uh, trudeau on ta- your I know, side i know where's our wall when we need it but he was speaking at the university and he was talking about um how we need to kind of fight our tribal mindset yeah. Tribal mindset. Our tribal mindset. We need to fight our tribal mindset. Okay. And he was charging the students. He's saying, uh, my request is you guys go from here. I would like to make a point of reaching out, of you guys reaching out to many people whose whose beliefs and values differ from your own. Right. So, Including uh, Christians? Uh, well, that's we're going to get there here in <laughs> yeah. a second. And, and it recently, uh, Trudeau was awarded LGBT um, award. He got this big uh, LGBT award in, in Canada. Is that correct, Nate? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he uh, the LGBT community uh, awarded him with you know an award that Canada gives out. It's not really nationally worldwide, but like you know, they <laughs> he said, gave it hey, to himself. well, really Obama got Canadians. the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> and and so you got this this guy who's getting all kinds of accolades and recognition for his um, encouragement of the sexual revolution. Yeah, and and then he's he's telling these kids at the university to go out, go forward, and and uh, make disciples. Yeah, make yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> Seriously, um, it was his great commission. That's what oh, it was. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Everybody's yeah. got one. Yeah, there's yeah. no neutrality. And, and and he says he says I want I want you to listen to them, listen to the other people who disagree with you, who you and disagree then burn with. Burn them. Oh, wait, Try to understand them and find a common ground. Yeah. But then Trudeau, from what I heard, I remember um, we, we got friends in uh, Alberta area. And they were huge players in trying to keep homeschool, um, making the homeschool movement legal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back in back in Alberta, back in I think it was the '80s or something. Oh wow. And and you know, so Canada, in a lot of ways, I mean, you guys have been pretty kind of hardcore about not accepting other beliefs, particularly in the Christian faith. Yeah. And especially recently with Trudeau, you guys, you guys want to take that? Yeah, for sure. Take that from um, here. I mean, he. So recently, uh, one of the big things is with with no bill passed, with no conversation in Parliament, with no um, uh, kind of public discussion forums, with with no warning at all, 
Um, the summer uh, grants program has been a, a, a program that's been running in, in Canada for uh, a decade and a half. And it's basically small businesses and small charities can apply to the federal government um, for grant money to help hire students to give students um, experience in the field. And uh, and so there are a, a lot of churches. They run their summer camps and their their vacation Bible schools with um, that money. And uh, and you can Ooh, say problem. you can say what yep. what you want about that. That's you know there's yep. there's a lot. Well, of, we have a lot to say about yeah. that. Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. And uh, but. Uh, so what he did, like I said, with no parliament, no law, anything like that, he um, added a checkbox to the uh, grant form that basically said that you agree with the Canadian federal government no. um, on reproductive, uh, on women's rights and reproductive rights. So could have made it anything at that point. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. But that was the thing. That was his, you know, that's his hill. That's what he, that's his gospel. That's what he's going to die on. So that was the thing. So in order to get government money, um, charities and small businesses had to acquiesce, had to agree that um, they were, that their organization in no way um, fought against or would impede um, the federal government yeah. value of abortion. Yeah. But so and, and but and, and and Chris, let's be honest though. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, there's there's ton, there's tons wrong with it. Um, well, well, I mean, if a government says, for instance, let's switch this around. If a government says, to you guys, look, we don't mind helping you guys out or allowing funds, which I think is completely messed up anyway. But just know, no blasphemy. You cannot curse Jesus with this money. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, yeah. you're you're absolutely you right. That. You the, before that. There's nothing wrong with requesting those things. If your nation under God, guess what you can't do? You can't murder and get away with it. Yeah. With the death penalty, right? So requ requesting that isn't necessarily request having a request from a from a federal government to say we're not going to blaspheme the name of Jesus in this nation. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, there is something wrong with it when it's. Um you know, so in a in a Christian worldview under a theocracy, we would say that, and we would be upfront about it. The problem well, is, we have a theocracy there now too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And this is and this is the Trudeau it's theocracy. A true theocracy. A true theocracy. The real problem, though, the real problem is the fact that Christians don't have a, a, a leg to stand on because they've been sipping from the table. That's right. <laughs> and eating from the table of the king. Well, well no, but I, I, would, I would say even, even deeper than that, the real problem here is that Christians think there's kind of neutrality. That's, well, that's they think the that, hey, we're, Yeah, yeah, but right. that's what I'm going for, though. Yeah. That's the whole thing. There isn't a neutrality. If it was yeah. if it was Jesus' name that we said you can't blaspheme, we're still requesting something from you to do. Right. That's, that's There's right. no neutrality. You, it's just who's who's in charge. You take Caesar's money. That's right. You, you take Caesar's money. Caesar. What do you expect to yeah. happen? Right. Caesar's money's been given. You're going to bow to Caesar. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, if, Jesus, if Jesus is Lord, you're going to bow to Jesus. Right? So so did all the churches in Canada refuse to check that box? <laughs> yeah. uh, many of us many of us did, and, uh, and then Good there were a you. ton, and then there were a ton who checked the box and said, you know, wow. however they explained it away. And there were a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of debate um, among the churches around here. I remember at a local ministerial, we got into a, a talk about it. And, uh, and I mean, it's, uh, this, I mean, the state of the, the pastors leading our churches mm. is, is sad enough. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, shock. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There's, I mean, that's, so that, you know, that's part of it. Um, but like you said, I mean, we've been looking to, at the, it, 
there's a fundamental problem here. Our, our church has never taken that summer grant money, um, you know, because you. we don't that you know, we're not going to ask them for permission for, you know, how we are going to spread the gospel. To that's that's King Jesus yeah. commission, not, right. you know, uh, Trudeau's. But um, but that's the that's the problem is that churches for too long have said the money coming from the government is neutral money and how I use it is, you know, now. we can yeah. use this right. for the glory of God. And, you know, that's there, right. there was a reason in the old testament that they said you know tear down the old idols don't don't sacrifice to yahweh on baal's idol you know mm. knock over baal's idol and then make make a you know, so that that's the problem and and yeah. and i mean the yeah. what what this what people aren't seeing that they should see is the intolerance of tolerance. Like that's the biggest yeah. problem with what Trudeau is go. going down there to preach, yeah. right? So he's going to New York, and which, by the way, why why did they not just get Trump? You know, it would have been a cheaper plane ticket. I don't know why they're why they're borrowing our, our guy or why he's the guy they're they're calling. <laughs> Better hair, Trudeau, Obama, man. They they miss Obama. They miss Trudeau Obama. <laughs> yeah. Is he what, what is he so busy these days? Yeah, actually, he is <laughs> golfing. Just, not Netflix. Swim. I was just gonna say, is he on a reality show on Netflix now or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But hey, don't rub it in. But this is the problem, right? Is so Trudeau goes down and preaches tolerance um, to yep. a, a group That's of right. people um, and says, "Never mind what I'm doing to marginalize the Christian churches in Canada. Um, we're yeah. we're preaching tolerance." Right. Yeah. Right. And right. so, I mean, and, what, and people is, just don't the, connect the, hypo- the dots. The hypocrisy is thick. Yeah, yep. yeah. It is thick. Yeah. But they can't help it, guys. That's what they well, do. Well, but hang on you here. Know. Hang on here. When we, when the church, the Christian church, when we define tolerance, we have, we have no problem also. Yeah. But there's, there's levels for us too, where it's like, well, that's not tolerance. You know what I mean? Like, look, you're going to bow right. the knee there, to Jesus. There's for, always going to be blasphemy laws. That's what I'm going to yeah, say. Right. Exactly. Uh, and they're we, just There's always going to be intolerant laws. But the fact of the matter is, is that. It is. It really and truly is under the Lord Jesus Christ, in which all um, all people really actually are going to be the most what real protected. freedom is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. e- even for even for non Christian people. That's yeah. right. Um, the, That's right. Uh, uh, the West, the Christian West, is what created. Um, you know, tolerance. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, tolerance is a Christian idea. It is. Yeah. And but if you make tolerance your God, it will always become a dictator. You know, one yeah. thing too. I want to remember we were talking about um, Donald Trump, the president. I'm sorry, President Trump. Uh, just got he's done, still oh, president. He's still president. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't like to be disrespectful. Yeah, I can okay. hear, you know, okay. President Trump. Um, remember when he just released a whole bunch of funds for um, religious organizations right. to get federal funding? That's I know. And, yeah, I know. And we just got done talking about, listen, guys, if you start taking that federal money and building, and this is for the Americans, and start building out your your programs right, with this based money. on the federal funds, there will come a time yep, where they will say, if you don't check this box, if you don't agree to this, yeah. if you don't read the small print and do what we say, you won't get this money. Or, or yeah. even worse, the next Democratic president that gets in office, and they know all these oh, yeah. churches yeah, yeah, are yeah, taking this money, yeah. and now they, they can immediately wield that authority require, to get them they to do got, They got the is, hooks in that's right. That point is, guys, we don't have to look very yeah. far. Right. To see, like our buddies out there right now, Chris and those guys are going through this. Chris and Pootie Tang, Pootie, uh, are going through this right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is this is happening. It's not like it's a far fetched idea. This is what happens when you don't have a godly government over you, right? Right, right. So, right. so this, we can look and see what's happening in Canada and say we're we're you guys. You're leading the way in this. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say you're welcome, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not happy about it. Now, 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 you know, one one more thing I, I thought of is the fact that you know this is back to um, just sort of your situation and so on. One of the phenomenons that America has been watching you guys on recently is yeah. the whole Jordan Peterson deal. 
Yeah, yeah. that's right. Hey, yeah. Nate, you guys haven't had him on there yet? You guys are right around the corner, right? Man, I don't know if he's still walking his dog, but he doesn't even get back to us. <laughs> <laughs> he walks his dog with you guys, too. Apparently. See, Chris Nate can't get him out yeah, there either. But, but here's the thing. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying... Um, you know, that's something though. That's, I mean, it's it's sad. First of all, that you got a non-Christian who's right, yeah. got backbone. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he's got backbone. Right. Um. Yeah. So, um, you know, what, what's your guys' take on the on the Jordan Peterson thing? Well, I think, um, you know, I think he's a guy who he hijacks our worldview better than most. Um, Come on now. And, and I think I think that his. Um, What's so interesting to me is that what he's saying is resonating with so many people. And I think, I think right. there's a lot of danger in it because it's, um, it's, it's Christianity without the power, right? And so right. he's yeah. right. So no, it, there's, a, there's a reason that people like and call America or Canada free nations, good nations to live. You know, the, there's a reason people are patriotic about these countries. It's because they were built on a Christian foundation. And so yeah. all of the blessings that we enjoy are because God's law works, right? It's not God's law. Right. He did not make arbitrary laws. His law reflects right. his character. And, you know, yeah, so right. if, if we are following God's law. So Jordan Peterson has created a worldview where he's taking all of the things that work in Christianity, but he's not demanding repentance and faith. And so, the, right. so it's, yep. it's easy believism is what it is without the yep. religious, um, yeah. uh, you know, without any of the, the common religious uh, markers. Jer- so people, people can buy into yeah. it without thinking that they're being religious. We, we know that religion, right. yeah. you know, everybody has a religion. Everybody's living out their worldview. But he's, right. just, he's just packaging it in such a way that angry people who are saying this progressive liberalism isn't working um, can latch on to an idea that doesn't demand that they change. And that's, that's right. dangerous. Yeah. And right. I think I think I think part of the phenomenon that's going on, the phenomenon that's going on here, is that you've had a um, I don't know twenty years, fifty years of preachers not preaching that's in the pulpit. Absolutely, and, and there's a reason why. I mean, basically, our preachers are now radio hosts. Yeah, our preachers are Rush Limbaugh. Our, our preachers Ooh. are guys like Jordan Peterson, yeah. man with no power. Yeah, uh, men that have a backbone but, about a particular right. issue that's bothering these people, yeah. that's when bothering our society yeah. and our culture. It's the, and, it's the closest thing we have to a preacher. That's right. Yeah. It's the closest that's thing right. we have to a yeah. real gospel well, preacher. Well, but it's, and so everyone who wants to know something about society, they don't go to their pastor. <laughs> Where do they go? They go. Right. They go right. to Thomas Sowell. That's right. They go to Walter Williams. That's right. Remember when we had them on the show and we asked them, say, "Hey, Walter, like, is there any hope?" Right. Is there any way to fix this? And Walter was just like, I don't think so. I think uh, we're no. too far gone. Yeah. I was like, after all this information, after yeah. pointing out what's right. wrong with the problem, and you still don't have an answer to fix but the that's, problem. But that's why somebody like Jordan Peterson actually, I think, is garnering the kind of um, following he is, is because, I mean... He's still in from Christianity. He, 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 does, he doesn't have a very optimistic eschatology, but he has a more es- a more optimistic outlook than Walter Williams. That's right. Because, that's right. because I mean, he's, right. he's saying, hey... You got you. At some point, you have to have enough self-respect to say no. Yeah, I'm not going to go along with your games. I'm not going right. to lie. I'm not going to pretend things that aren't true. And you know, throw me in jail. Yeah, yeah. come get me. That's right. And, yeah, and that's we right. and we need on both sides of the border in Canada and the United States. We yeah, need man. men um, who are fierce in their convictions and are are ready to actually take up a cross and yeah. follow Jesus. Um, which is gonna, which is gonna mean getting in trouble. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and then you got you got Jordan Peterson presenting all these absolute truths, 
about men and women and about respect and about all these things without any really Mm. basis to ground those truths into something. Hey, Chris, Nate, what's you guys' website? Uh, You can find us at rebelalliancemedia.com or at facebook.com slash Podcast. I suggest you check them out. Enjoyed having you guys on the show. Whose show are we on, by the way? Are we on your show? Are you guys on our show? This is so confusing. Hey. I guess since I'm closing, it's cross-politics. Canada, <laughs> you're on the it's, it's cross-politics. <laughs> Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross-Politics. And the Rebel Alliance Media. Media.